this <laughs> this week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is uh, probably powered by Pure VPN. Uh, we're all doing a whole lot more time online, and uh, protecting your identity and your uh, browsing history is an important part of uh, being online these days. And a, uh, a VPN like Pure VPN is a great way to do that because it, it uh, obfuscates your your browsing history from the likes of Facebook and Google as well as your ISP. It allows you to get to things that you may not be able to get to uh, natively, uh, whether it be location locked or um, or something like that. And right now, uh, we've got a two-year plan available for $3.33 a month instead of the normal $10.95. Uh, and on top of that, there's also a 31-day money-back guarantee. So if it turns out to not be for you, no worries, you're not at anything. And to, uh, to give this a shot and find out more about the platform, you can go to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. So before we get started with this, because we're going to do a bit of a show and tell, I want to remind people that if you are listening and not watching and you would like to, uh, to see the show and tell that we are about to do, um, you can go to pilchpoint.live and, uh, and look for this episode. You'll be able to see what Abram's about to show off. And with that, Abram, what have you got for us tonight? I'll... I'll, I'll narrate this as best I can because I know that some folks will be listening and I, and I appreciate that because I like to listen to podcasts also. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about, and, and you can see it on screen if you can see, uh, the new Dell XPS 13 9300. So uh, this is the latest version of Dell's flagship laptop. It just went on sale a couple weeks ago and I just got it into review on Friday and still testing it, but we'll definitely have a review up this week. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Dell XPS 13, it is by many people considered the industry leader in uh, lightweight laptops. It is starts at 2.64 pounds uh, and with without a touchscreen and 2.8 with a touchscreen, so very light. It is 0.58 inches thick which is very thin, which means that it has, does not have full-size USB ports. So if you want thin and a full-size USB port, don't, don't get this laptop. Uh, if you're willing to, uh, you know, to carry a dongle, it does have um, Thunder, it does have Thunderbolt ports on either side, one of which it can use for charging. Um, What's improved, I mean, the XPS 13 has been around for a number of years. Uh, what's improved in this design is uh, th that Dell has finally solved the webcam problem that prior XPSs had. If you are familiar with prior XPS 13s, they had what uh, we affectionately called a nose cam. Rather than having uh, the webcam in the traditional place, which is in the center top uh, bezel of the screen, uh, because the top bezel was so thin, Dell couldn't fit it there. So they put it all the way down in the bottom bezel. So if you were using the laptop and you were in the middle of, um, you know, you were staring at it and wanting to do a video conference, it would be looking up at you, like up your nose. Uh, 
the way to avoid that would be to you know sit the laptop on a pile of books uh, while you're while you're talking or use an external webcam. Uh, but uh, with the new XPS 13, Dell has managed to create a really, really super thin webcam that fits into the top bezel and uh, has solved that problem. So uh, so good for Dell. Uh, this XPS, the new XPS 13s have, um, have t Intel 10th generation 10 nanometer processors. Uh, that means that these are the first, these are among uh, the first to use 10 nanometer, although Intel, although we've been seeing uh, 10 nanometers since the fall, but uh, that's definitely the latest and greatest. A lot of laptops are still on uh, common, still on 14 nanometer processors. Uh, does it really matter for performance? Uh, we'll, we'll let you know when we test. Uh, generally, the 10 nanometer hasn't performed any better than the 14 um, in, in but overall. Uh, the one that I am showing the folks who are watching on video uh, has the top of the line Core i7 uh, 165G7 processor that can go up to 3.9 gigahertz. Uh, this laptop is available with, has another neat feature that is brand new for, uh, for this year, which is that the aspect ratio of the screen has now changed from traditional 16 by nine to 16 by 10. And that allows for two, for it to come in two different screen resolutions you don't see a lot, which is uh, you see 1920 by 1200 as the base and then 3840 by 2400 as the, um, as the high end. Uh, that means that you have most most monitor most screens and monitors are 16 by 9, which means they're 1920 by 1080 or 3840 by 2160 uh, for the 4K. These give you more vertical real estate, uh, which is which is nice because that means that you'll see more uh, on web pages without scrolling, and you'll see more when you're editing documents with uh, without scrolling, and that's definitely a huge a huge plus. Most screens have been made to sort of match what Hollywood does, which is 16 by 9. Uh, but Dell has made a nice step forward here in going to 1610. Uh, of course, Microsoft on the Surface does 3.2, which is even more vertical. Um, but uh, this, is a, this is a pretty neat laptop. The keyboard uh, feels really good. The screen is super bright. Uh, the one that I'm showing folks here has the uh, 1920 by 1200 touchscreen, uh, and it is rated for 500 nits of brightness, which is just ridiculously bright, and 100% uh, coverage of the sRGB color gamut, which is also fantastic. Um, still waiting on the results from the battery test. Um, we would expect uh, prior XPS 13s did really well. So I will hope and expect that this gets 10 hours plus, um, which would, which would again be fantastic. Uh, so that's, uh, just a quick look at the Dell XPS 13, which now is available on Dell for 12, starting at 1249. Uh, the model I'm showing folks, which has the core i7, 16 gigs of Ram, 
512 gigabyte SSD, um, and the touchscreen uh, is goes for about 1749. Uh, so it really depends on what specs you want, uh, but this is definitely going to be a pretty compelling choice up there with other lightweight uh, lightweight laptops like uh, HP's HP Spectre X360, which is a convertible, but but very light. Uh, and uh, if you're willing to get a business laptop, uh, uh, still the ThinkPad, the ThinkPad X1 Carbon is a great choice. Uh, that's that's the laptop I personally use. Uh, and uh, so that's just a just a quick look at uh, at the new XPS 13. And and I have to say the 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 look of it just through the screen the look of it is impressive. But the thing that I was most impressed by was the fact that even with such a super bright screen like that, um, that it isn't ruining the webcam. Like, you, you know, in the past when we've done these, sometimes a, a screen that's super bright will mess with the camera. This isn't doing that, which means that they're backlighting it differently which might also account for I mean, how how nice the screens on these new models are. I mean, God, Dell, so uh, with these XPS 13s, going back a long way, has had really excellent screens. The yeah. screen quality on these is fantastic. They call them infinity edge displays because they have almost no bezel at all on the top, the left, and the right, and now on the bottom as well. There's almost no bezel. So, you know, by having a less of a frame around the screen, it also really makes the, the images pop more. Uh, it's definitely a beautiful screen to look at. Uh, I imagine that the, um, that the 4K screen, which is not on the review model I have, uh, which promises to do HDR 400, uh, is going to and to cover 90% of the DCI-P3 color gamut, which is a wider gamut than sRGB, uh, will be even more impressive to look at. Wow. Well, I, I'm impressed by the look of it, uh, even through the camera, <laughs> which is, which is impressive. Um, at, I, I gotta tell you, the look of the Dell laptops these last couple of generations really has been has been stunning. Um, I have one sitting on my desk as well. I don't know all the specs on it. Uh, in fact, I know none of the specs on it yet. I haven't had it long. Is enough. yours the frost white color as well? No. Is yours the white? No, mine. So mine is black and silver, like a a deep silver. Yes. Right. Yes. So, um, so the. I think this one has like the gold, the gold colored lid uh, that I'm showing folks here. Um, so it comes in two colors. It comes in uh, what's known as Alpine white, which has like this white deck and keyboard. Um, and and if if one could look really closely at it, you'd see that there's kind of a, a texture, a hard texture on the wrist in the uh, palm rest area. Now, the 
it, depending on which configuration you get, you might actually have to pay $50 more for the white model. I don't know that I would actually get the white model because the, the other model, which is the other color, which is silver on the lid and sides and bottom, but black um, on the inside, uh, the black is carbon fiber. Uh, at least it traditionally has been, uh, which means that it is very, very soft and like really pleasant to touch and pleasant to put your, your wrists on for typing. This is kind of a hard plastic, mm. the white one. Uh, so I, I know when Dell first added the white, which was, I think, one or two generations ago, uh, folks were impressed because, hey, we were getting people were getting tired of seeing the same silver and black look mm -hmm. across, you know, like several many generations of this product. But uh, I think that the the carbon fiber palm rest uh, was better. And, um, you know, that's what I would recommend to somebody. Uh, now, I, I wish that they would try some some other color schemes. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know how it is. Manufacturers are afraid to get too risky uh, to take too many risks with color schemes because, uh, cause, uh, you know, strong colors don't, don't sell well, or they're afraid that they won't. Right. They say, Oh, everybody wants to see us make red and blue and orange and green. And then they, oh, then they go back to buying gray and white. Um, I think HP has done a fantastic job of integrating color into uh -huh. their Spectre X360 series. You can get, um, this kind of a dark blue, uh, dark metallic blue color on it, which looks fantastic. Uh, so, um, you know, kudos to them. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people really like the look of this white and gold uh, color scheme. Uh, but just for a matter of comfort because of the soft palm rest, I would, if I were getting an XPS 13, I would go for the other color scheme, which gives you uh, black carbon fiber wrist rest, which is nice and soft, and then uh, silver. Uh, top and bottom. Gotcha. Yeah, and and that's the that's the configuration I have. Um, I would I will point out that uh, Microsoft has also done a good job with integrating color uh, in the surface yes. in the surface laptops because that cobalt blue I love. If I was getting a surface laptop yes. tomorrow, you... cobalt blue is the color I would go with. Yes, I'd like to see more personally. I like to see more blue laptops mm -hmm. um and i don't think we ever see a green laptop have you seen a green laptop uh the hp that 150 windows 10 right. s thing right. but that, that was like a kid's school machine right but right. outside of right. that no yeah those things usually usually when you see color like a color on a laptop like blue red um it's usually on a really cheap mm -hmm. laptop. Yeah. It's usually on like a, you know, a kid's one or one that's like 400 bucks. Uh, and they're trying to make the laptop stand out by, by selling it in, a, in, in bright colors. Uh, and that's, that's unfortunate because, you know, if you really, if you really want a good quality laptop, you're not going to go for that. Uh, it's, it's one of those things. Like I used to really want, uh, to buy a phone with a physical keyboard mm -hmm. and there are phones with physical keyboards out there, but 
if you want one, you have to settle for you have to settle for a cheap, not as good phone. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, sorry, BlackBerry. <laughs> I was um, just going to say. So, you know, I mean, those are the best that you can get with keyboards. Right. Uh, I think there's still some others out there that are like sliders that are super duper cheap. Um, but if you want the best, you you know, you can't have a bright color. And if you want the best phone, you can't have a physical keyboard. Yeah. And to be fair on the BlackBerry thing, TCL just gave up their their uh, licensing. So you won't see those anymore either. Yeah, I know. There's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody want, nobody, uh, nobody. Unfortunately, almost nobody wanted them. Plus, TCL is making their own phones under their own brand, so I'm not surprised they're not white labeling anymore. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. Um, anyway, that's an awesome laptop. Um, I am excited that I also have one <laughs> sitting on my desk. It's a 15, not a 13, but it does have that that carbon fiber inside, which I'm, I like. And I did not realize that the other configuration was different. So I'm glad that I have the one that I have. I guess it's like the it's like the Surface laptop, right? Where the black and the gold are regular metal, and then the other three are that other material, that custom Microsoft material. It depends on the color. Alcantara. So that's it. <laughs> well, I think it's also used in car upholstery. Yeah, I think so. But nobody else is using it on the laptop. Yes, yeah. is the the point. So anyway, um, so obviously you've got it in your possession. So you're working on a review on it. Uh, what can we expect on that this week? This week? Uh, this this week. You know, we're 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 benchmarking it. Uh, it's a somewhat of a coronavirus challenge because uh, we normally have people in our lab who help us. Uh, who help us do do this testing and they have the colorimeter that we use to do the screen testing and then we know what to be really technical about it they also have to get the brightness uh exact 150 figure out what 150 nits is what setting 150 nits is because that's where the battery test at so uh fortunately uh you know we got uh another copy of this another copy of this laptop or rather our our colleagues at laptop mag which is the same parent company as us got another copy of this laptop and i think uh they're sending it to the lab person in her house to do to test wow uh so i can't i can't write it up until i get their the test numbers from there because I don't have the colorimeter that costs seven thousand dollars, and I'm not going to buy one for the for this period. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that we had to work out. How are we going to test laptops, especially laptop screens? Yeah, because uh, you know, benchmarks. Sure, I have the software; I can run benchmarks, no problem. But um, something that requires special equipment, um, not right. everybody can do. Right we don't have that many uh, versions of. Sure. That makes sense. You mean you don't have just like an army of $7,000 uh, test equipment <laughs> hanging around? I mean, I wish we did. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but it's good know, that you so have a we plan. Have, we have one person who has it. Yeah. I mean, that was our, you know, when we found out our office was closing, uh, I personally, said to like the head of our lab which we share lab resources with uh, laptop mag and tom's guide and i said 
we got to have a meeting about this right away to figure out how we're going to do how we're going to do these things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of and fortunately uh, for us at Tom's Hardware, most of our uh, key reviews are done by people who have the equi- who mm-hmm. by writers who have the equipment in their house. Our CPU guy has all the equipment in his house. Our our GPU editor has all the equipment he needs his SGPUs in his house. Uh, but uh, for laptops, that's where we run into some issues. And so um, so that's that's so otherwise. So while I would love to have a review of it up tomorrow, I got to <laughs> wait some of their results. And sure. so I got it on Friday. I haven't gotten to do a ton of playing with it this weekend yet, uh, but um, it looks very promising. Well, very cool. I definitely look forward to uh, to seeing the review when it when it publishes and uh, comparing it to my experience with my new machine as well, uh, which is fun to uh, to have that. And of course, uh, we mentioned it earlier, but we'll mention it again. Tom's Hardware is doing the uh, the folding at home challenge against uh, their their sister site. So if you're doing folding at home and you're not already on a team or you would like to help Avram beat his colleague, join team 40051. That's right. <laughs> help us beat a non-tech. We have to beat them. Uh, we are going to be publishing from Amrock about it as well uh, tomorrow morning. So doing Great. what we can for you, buddy. <laughs> and uh, right. we will see what we got next week.